On 12 June this year, U.S. President Biden met with G7 leaders to discuss strategic competition with China and to commit to tangible efforts to assist low- and middle-income nations in meeting their massive infrastructure needs. Dubbed Build Back Better World, the G7 partners agreed to launch a values-driven, high-standard and transparent infrastructure partnership, led by major democracies to help narrow the over $40 trillion infrastructure gap in the developing world, which has been exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic. I really feel very strongly I propose that we have a, a democratic alternative to uh, the Belt and Road Initiative, the Build Back Better. Uh, and uh, they've agreed to that, and that's underway as the details of that. We agreed that we put together a committee to do that and come up with that. And thirdly, uh, that uh, we are going to assist on uh, uh, high standards uh, for, to be for a climate-friendly, transparent alternative uh, to the Belt and Road Initiative. And, uh, but in the meantime, we're going to move forward. So how will the Build Back Better World initiative help the developing world, especially Africa, and how better will it be when compared with China's Belt and Road Initiative? Our video today will look into these issues. Before we continue, make sure to like this video and subscribe to our channel for more exciting future videos. The world's seven richest economies, G7, have devised a strategy to challenge China's expanding economic influence. They reached an agreement and presented poor countries with an infrastructure plan that can compete with China's multi-billion dollar Belt and Road Initiative. The Build Back Better initiative, driven chiefly by the President of the United States, Joe Biden, seeks to actively solicit substantial figures of over hundreds of billions in infrastructure investments for low- and middle-income countries, whilst offering a partnership focused on transparency, quality standards and progressive values. According to a Biden administration source, the West has failed to provide a constructive alternative to the Chinese government's lack of openness, inadequate environmental and labor standards, and coercive tactics, which has harmed many countries. The China's Belt and Road Initiative which was launched in 2013 by Chinese President Xi Jinping, is a strategy that aims to connect Asia with Africa and Europe via land and sea networks in order to improve regional integration, increase commerce, and facilitate its economic growth. President Xi is speculated to have been inspired by the Han Dynasty's Old Silk Road, which was established 2,000 years ago and connected China to the Mediterranean across Eurasia for decades. China's ambitious move seems to have rattled the big boys of the world's leading democracies, the group of seven richest nations, particularly with reports suggesting the collaborations of over a hundred nations with China to establish the Belt and Road infrastructure projects such as trains, ports, motorways, ocean passages, among others. The corresponding representatives of the G7 global leaders converged to conjure a competitive infrastructural blueprint to rival the formidable Chinese multi-billion dollar Belt and Road Initiative. The Build Back Better World initiative envisions a program which will assist in closing a $40 trillion gap in infrastructure investments across the developing globe. The infrastructural plan, explored by the United States, the United Kingdom France, Canada, Germany, Japan, and Italy, proposes expending hundreds of billions of dollars collectively with the private sector while adhering to climate and labor norms. 
The proposal is meant to compete with President Xi's Belt and Road Initiative, which has been criticized for compounding heavy debt to nations, meanwhile subjecting countries to Beijing's domineering influence. Critics argue that President Xi's aim to build a new version of the ancient Silk Road trade route connecting China to Asia, Europe, and beyond is merely a vehicle for communist China's growth. Such reservations, according to Beijing, reveal the imperial hangover of many Western powers that have humiliated China for centuries. President Xi Jinping announced the Belt and Road Initiative in 2013 to considerably increase China's economic and political power, with many of the infrastructure initiatives seen as aiding in the delivery of China's goods around the world. China claims that the massive investment project is clear of any hidden agenda, however detractors claim that it leverages the scheme's financial muscle to boost its power, a practice known as debt trap diplomacy. The Belt and Road Initiative is suggested to subtly illuminate Beijing's pursuit of unset aims, such as those that benefit China more than the receiving countries. Some scholars suggest the Belt and Road Initiative is China's vehicle for exporting excess capacity and labor from the Communist Party's lumbering state-owned companies. As the African continent becomes one of the final frontiers of the Fourth Industrial Revolution, Africa has become the world's fastest urbanizing region, with rural migrants moving into cities at a rate that has even eclipsed that of China and India. This rapid shift poses significant challenges, but it also presents significant opportunities for countries prepared to invest billions in an infrastructure. No country has responded to Africa's call very much like China, which has invested billions of dollars on the continent through the Belt and Road Initiative. Chinese corporations first ventured into Africa in pursuit of profit in 1979 and have since become the dominant power through the Belt and Road Initiative. China is currently Africa's largest trading partner, with annual trade between the two countries exceeding $200 billion. According to a recent report by McKinsey, there are over 10,000 Chinese-owned enterprises operating across Africa, with a total value of Chinese business in Africa of more than $2 trillion since 2005 and $300 billion in investment currently on the table. Africa has also surpassed Asia as China's most important overseas construction market. Most African countries have expressed gratitude for China's investments, however an increasing number are cautious about decisions concerning project selection and design, worker configuration, and perceived financing terms for Chinese projects to only serve the interests of the continent's political elite. As a result, they accurately see the Belt and Road Initiative as worsening the continent's severe socioeconomic and political inequalities. In recent years, some African countries are beginning to examine the cost-benefit analyses of Chinese investments as well as the terms of such financing. Tanzania joined the increasing list of African countries that are scrutinizing Chinese investments last year. Tanzania's late President John Magufuli cancelled a $10 billion loan arrangement with China negotiated by his predecessor, Jakaya Kikwit. According to sources in the local press, the loan arrangement called for the port to be built on unfavorable financial terms. Leading African financial experts have advised African countries to examine the fine print of the conditionalities imposed by China. 
it would, in their opinion, prevent Beijing from seizing a portion of their assets or the need to renegotiate multi-billion infrastructure loans which can't be paid. With all these concerns, China has become a vital partner in Africa's urbanization push, with Chinese businesses driving or supporting a large portion of the continent's infrastructure projects. It's no secret that Africa's development has been slowed down due to non-existing infrastructures across the continent. Inadequate infrastructure is thought to be the largest obstacle to Africa's development. Governments in Africa would need to invest between $130 to $170 billion each year on infrastructure to meet their demands, but the African Development Bank estimates that they are $68 to $108 billion short. Would Biden and the G7 leaders Build Back Better World Initiative be a better alternative for Africa, especially with the many concerns raised against China-sponsored mega-projects on the continent? According to a press release on WhiteHouse.gov, through the Build Back Better World initiative, the G7 and other like-minded partners will coordinate in mobilizing private sector capital in four areas of focus, climate, health and health security, digital technology, and gender equity and equality, with catalytic investments from our respective development finance institutions. it will be global in scope, from Latin America and the Caribbean to Africa to the Indo-Pacific. Different G7 partners will have different geographic orientations, but the sum of the initiative will cover low- and middle-income countries across the world. Though most African countries have not reacted much to the G7 latest plan, it is expected to be a welcome news for the continent. However, to which extent can it replace the Chinese current dominance in Africa? According to a Refinitiv database, as of mid-last year, more than 2,600 projects at a cost of $3.7 trillion were linked to the Belt and Road Initiative, although the Chinese Foreign Ministry said last June that about 20% of projects had been seriously affected by the pandemic. Leading African economic experts welcomes how the G7 countries have now demonstrated a considerable appetite for investing in African infrastructure projects, providing a political and economic alternative to Chinese loans and investments. But they caution, if Build Back Better World initiative is to be a success, both for the countries of the G7 and their prospective partners, it will have to be on more transparent and mutually favorable terms than China currently offers. Currently, there is no announcement about how exactly the G7 plan would work or how much capital it would ultimately allocate. As part of the G7 plan, the United States will work with the U.S. Congress to supplement existing development financing and to collectively catalyze hundreds of billions of dollars of infrastructure investment, according to a statement by the White House. If you enjoyed this video and would like to get more from a definitive information about trends and mega constructions projects in Africa, subscribe to the New Africa channel so you don't miss out on any of our future videos.